Cluckers. Big young cluckers. Cluckers. Whoa. You did a chicken noise. I called them Adam ass cluckers. Charlie has liberal snowflake cucks written down on a piece of paper. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, good morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever time of day it is for you, we're happy that you tuned into that pod. Hope you like the intro song. That's always a fun one. Yep. Um, the one I sing? No, not, not you. Okay. Sing. Okay. One of these days, I'm going to sing it pitch perfect. People are not even going to know it's me. That was always fascinating to me. The uh, the TV shows where they got the lead singing the song. You got Frasier. Mm, you got Chuck Norris's show, Walker, Texas Ranger. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one other. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They sing the songs, huh? Yeah. Walker, Walker Texas Ranger's weird because he's like, I'm a tough weird? guy. and then But I also sing. Yeah, that whole show. Some goofy Can stuff. Can you be tough and sing? I think it's possible. It's Fred Durst. <laughs> it's Fred. I'm joking. I don't know. I only know he Fred Durst like as a punchline. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, I mean, I'm familiar with some of the songs. He's a drummer, right? I feel no, like he's uh, the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Oh, I thought he was the which, drummer of Limp Bizkit. I don't know what that means, but I bet it's a sexual thing. Reflecting I, back on their whole vibe. My Frisbee team two years ago, Limp Bizkit. Oh, People, I like that. That's yeah, good. I named it. People did not like it. <laughs> on your team? Mm-hmm. We I once uh, we had a hockey team. We thought it was kind of funny to call ourselves Team Destiny mm. at the time, and everyone just thought of Destiny's Child, and they thought it it sounded kind of effeminate. And uh, so then it went to Team D, and then I'm realizing now that probably just made people think we uh, that it was a dick reference. Yeah, my frisbee team would always be like a series of inside jokes that half the people on the team weren't even in on, mm-hmm. and then every time you go, you get the beer after the games, and you give them the card, and they're like, "Oh, are you guys." It's always circular, and I'm like, I didn't name it. I'm sorry. I just yeah, drink the beer. It's tough. Trivia, I, I like coming up with those names. I um, okay. It might seem less sensitive now, but when Bill Cosby, when that first came out, before it was really known to what extreme that was, mm-hmm. um, I really felt like I should do comedy. The girl we were with was like, uh, how about women say the darndest things? I was like, damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Our uh, volleyball team over the summer. Tony Shalhoub, that's a good one. <laughs> it's not bad. Gotta like Tony Shalhoub. Uh, the masks we wore was the best part, though. That was bizarre. Mm-hmm. I got an email on my phone with while saying that sentence from Volleyball Club. Oh, you're in a volleyball club? I wasn't I, aware no, of this. No, I'm not. That's I like, was the manager. You don't. You shouldn't have gotten any emails. <laughs> is that what it said? Am I getting kicked out? No, I'm in my phone. Volleyball CBI. Is this a rec sports thing? I'm not. No, don't make me edit the pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. Charlie's flinging rubber band. This is really falling off. Sorry. Uh, We appreciate you. We appreciate your listens, whether you're from Japan or Singapore or wherever our weird numbers are coming from these days. Um, If it's Japan, we're sorry about the Pearl Harbor thing. We appreciate you. The episode. Not that we weren't responsible (laughs) for that. I'm not apologizing for being bombed. Now, our listeners are 80% Midwest and then, yeah, a person who can't be real in Tokyo. Yeah. But we appreciate it, nevertheless. Uh, I'm here today because I have a question for my friend Chuck. Hey, I've got an answer. <laughs> Do I, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I hear it. So, you know, it all started when I was uh, 
when I was born, I it was a, a hot day. It was a hot week, a record-setting heat in Wisconsin, which is true for a week. When you were born? Yeah, I think there were like five days over 100. Oh. Yeah. That's why they call me Windy City Heat. What year were you born? Uh, 1988. Oh, you've got... July. Okay. I think that might have been the summer that my parents got married, because I remember them being like, during uh, the wedding, hard to find a picture with green grass in it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The grass is always greener. Not in this case. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> the, bode the well for the wedding. It was a pretty easy decision <laughs> when the grass was green nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one of these films, uh, these films I never really either saw or uh, remember from a child was about this uh, this white little dame who, uh, wait, she wasn't sleeping. Marilyn she was, Monroe. Uh, Snow White. Ah. She had a couple of little uh, dwarfs. As they were called at the time. Now we say midget, but <laughs> this was the early nineties. So, all right. What's what's the deal with there? I, I know some of them. Point of, not date named. Are they named after the sins? No. Okay. <laughs> They're not. Well, named. not named after, but do they all have a different sin? I'm trying to reflect. Uh, Sleepy. That's sloth. No. What Sneezy. Of, that's allergies. That's <laughs> that is one of the seven deadly sins. Is having allergies. <laughs> Get over it. Quit complaining, sneezy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't even think they were. That was like a barely thought out metaphor. I don't know what the whole. There were to clarify. There are seven of these dwarves. Yeah, and they represented, I guess, things we don't like about ourselves. Maybe that's it. What? They're, really? No. Can't be that. Okay. Well, also one of them was just named Doc. Yeah, I, I hate my medical degree that I'm not using. That was that was the interesting thing. I once lost a bet in. Uh, in sophomore year of high school because i bet a guy in our classroom that one of the dwarves was named pop oh you're thinking of doc i was thinking of doc he was like pop that's silly and i'm like what no that was one of it was brought up on like a list of potential dwarf names i'm like that was one of them there was a pop what were you doing looking at a list of potential dwarf names (laughs) (laughs) all right fair question given how little context they give the story we're in like a psychology class Uh uh-huh and we were uh they showed us a list of dwarf names, like 30 dwarf names, uh-huh. and they went, okay, can you remember which seven were the actual dwarves? But then the point was, Mandela some of these effect? you're going to forget, but then Oprah was one of them, and he's, he went like, who remembers Oprah? And everyone raised their hand, because that stood out in a unique way. People thought Oprah was a dwarf? No, but gotcha. they remembered it. Yes. But yes. nobody remembered Pop. Okay. Yeah, so he was. this is kind of like a highlight of the Mandela effect kind of thing, where that people misremember in similar ways. I don't quite understand. The Mandela effect. That's a lot of people remembering Nelson Mandela's funeral. Yeah. Before he was dead. You know, I think a lot of people are like, this proves the multiverse. And I'm just like, I think it just proves the similar ways in which our minds make mistakes. I think it just highlights the blind spot in people's memory. Oh, for sure. But a lot of people are like, well, this proves that there's a universe where he did die and where he didn't. Oh, that's a really silly interpretation of that. No, there's there's stuff. Memory is really manipulatable. Uh Oh, oh, you're telling me. You show someone a picture of... I remember seeing this. It's like you take a guy. He's at Disney World. He's got a Daffy Duck next to him. Uh And they go, hey, do you remember when you saw Daffy Duck at Disney World? And everyone goes, yeah, of course. And then they go, well, this is just a made-up picture. That's fitting because my... This is how not creative my parents were. uh, Those liberal fucks. Um... Sorry, we were just trying out this new right-wing podcast angle. I'm not digging it. <laughs> My parents were so bad that they, the bedtime story that they told me a lot was about me getting lost at Disney World. 
It was just a made-up story about me getting lost. What? And then I grew up with a memory of getting lost at Disney World. Oh, my God. Because they told me this false story. Your parents were gaslighting you to get yeah. you to go to sleep? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just give you gas. That's uh, uh, right. That's an... It's called chloroform. <laughs> it's called a rag with... That's bananas. You had the worst fucking parents. What is I that? know. I don't... I mean, I don't think it was malicious. I think they're like, well, we found you because you're in... In our home, which you still haven't paid rent for. Yeah, no, it was mean-spirited. Now that I think about the rent thing. <laughs> they kept throwing that in. Uh, that is that is bizarre. Also, the Mandela effect. I just don't know who was dead. I'm not keeping that close of tabs no. on people. You don't have a board in your room? No. I remember, I just found out uh, Elliot Smith was dead. And he died. He's the guy who wrote those sad songs. It was and... Elliot Smith? No. Elliot... Wait, the, the Smith... What is the Smiths? Is that a... I don't think that's Elliot. You're right. Elliot Smith. He wrote all the Goodwill Hunting songs. Okay. And uh, I think he killed himself in like 2001. Uh huh. I just found that out. I was like, this guy's really hasn't put out an album in a Harris while. Whittles? I heard a podcast where someone was going on about how much they liked him and they were also a sad person. Elliot Smith. That makes sense. His music's some, all. Yeah. Yeah. It seems uh -huh. like he had some troubles. Yeah. But those are behind him now. Mm hmm. Um, Can we comment on how you listen to sad music all the time and it really drives me nuts? I don't know why I try you'll to do play, that. You'll play Madden and listen to sad music. If I'm sad, I can lean into it and listen to sad music. But if I'm happy, sad music brings me down. I was in the corner chair. We have a little timeout chair in the corner. That's half. That's a half truth. Uh, and I was just like tearing up while you're playing Madden. Are you kidding me? music was so sad. Oh boy, I'm glad my peripherals aren't good. That would have I mean, bummed me I was me thinking out. about other shit. I wasn't just that moved, but it brought me to a dark place, man. All right. I had to eat fucking tacos or whatever was waiting i'll throw on uh something a little cheerier next time i'd appreciate it yeah well snow white mm -hmm. and uh she's got herself seven dwarves uh -huh. did she buy these outright or no no we'll get there okay so you got snow white it's gonna be another witch episode everybody so just uh, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so there's a uh she a witch she's some she, she I think is, she's pretty witchy. isn't there an evil witch maybe yeah there's a it? there's a woman so i guess snow white is like the fairest of them all or something. Yeah, does that just mean skin? She was a pale... It mostly pale... just means pale skin. Okay, it wasn't... She She didn't have, like, a real good internal compass for justice and moral... No, not okay. that meaning. <laughs> also... She was... Oh, she did own dwarves, so maybe not. Yeah, because that's the way they used to... Uh, that used to be the real sign of who's attractive. They wanted pale, chubby girls. Oh, yeah, that's like... Um, a lot of Chinese foreign exchange students come over here and they, like, have sun umbrellas. Because in China, it, being tan is indicative of, like, being a labor. Yes. Working labor rather than... I don't know if China still had that going on. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's how people used to look at the world. They're like, if you are a little on the heavy side and pale, it means you're inside all day. Eating food. And you're eating, which used to be impressive. Mm -hmm. People used to be like, that guy sits inside and eats. Now it's sad. That, at right. least in this country. Because it's so easy to do now. Mm -hmm. We made what the rich people used to do just what anyone can pull off now mm -hmm. and if that's how you choose to live your life very very bummer yeah big bummer but big i guess bummer. they used they probably used to be happy sitting inside doing that just because they knew they were better than other people was do you think that's part of it i, think I also think a big part of us just like sitting inside and hanging out and eating oh for sure um and they're probably with friends and stuff yeah right it's the big aspect if you're sitting inside just eating all day but you're, all, you're with your friends and you're all playing board games and you're laughing it up, then, hey, good for you. You're a chubby white guy. But, or Kings gal. have a long-standing history of playing board games. 
Probably. That's, <laughs> that's how the whole conquering stuff, they just got into risk. And then they went, well, let's, <laughs> let's see this play out in real time. Exactly. Uh, we've got the means to do it. So, yeah, I guess there's a there's a lady and she's rather attractive. In the movie, you referenced the movie coming out in like the early 90s. Maybe not. The Disney version? No. I think you're off by like 80 years, honestly. <laughs> okay. I think that movie Might came out right. in like 1940 or something. I felt like Disney, because I was a child in the 90s, made everything in the 90s. Now, I agree with you. I feel that way. I, as a kid. They also didn't get better. Like movies that came out in the 90s, the animation didn't necessarily look much better than it's just like they figured out animation a long time ago and then the movie quality stayed the same right. for a long time. Because like The Lion King was 92 or something. Right. And if you played that back to back, I'd be like, well, these probably came out similar time. Yeah. Especially as a child, you have a less discerning eye. Also, I think they'd retouch them. They've got a whole vault. Oh, yeah. Right. So they like they made this movie and they threw it in a vault and then they went back into the vault and they made it look better. I've watched like remastered Star Wars and stuff and I guess I never did it back to back, but I don't remember being like... Some of the remastered Star Wars is dumb as hell. They literally, they're just superimposing stupid shit in the background. It's oh, like, really? what, are you, what are you doing here? Yeah. Hmm. The best, the original Star Wars, Jabba the Hutt was just a fat Italian man. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's not even a joke. You, what? You go back and watch Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> Originally, it was like a, Google this at home, folks. It's just a big Italian dude who comes what out. What the fuck are you talking about? And he's Did he like, have a suit on and a tail? and a... No, he's just a fat man that they called Jabba the Hutt. You have to be kidding me. And then they use the he same... He wasn't eating slugs and stuff? No. He was speaking English. And Wait, then... Was... Okay. And then in like the... Not sixth, even Italian. The sixth movie, they made him a slug. And then they went back and edited the Italian guy into a slug in the first movie. I didn't even realize he was in the first movie, to be honest. He shows up for like a scene. Where Han's standing around, he's like, Han, where's my money? He's like, I've got it for you someday. Okay, I know that based on Spaceballs, where Pizza the Hut calls on the, calls that shagging wagon that they're <laughs> driving around space. Uh, should I rewatch Spaceballs? Is that worth a... Oh, it's kind of fun. It might have just been because of the time of my life I watched it, or yeah. the fact that uh, someone on my hockey team would recite the movie in the locker room for everyone. <laughs> like, he knew... Uh, Real savant kind of thing going on. Maybe um, I should start telling people my favorite movie is Spaceballs. Would that be? A, <laughs> I don't know. No, I think you got. What do you think of this? I was thinking about doing this in my life. I want to start every time I walk into a bar. I'm going to yell out, "Round of flaming Dr. Peppers for everyone!" <laughs> and then and then leave. And, and then, then just, just walk in. It like they're not going to do that without me confirming. <laughs> so they just continue out into the bar. Okay, but I think that's the funniest thing you can order is a round of flaming Dr. Peppers. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, this movie comes out in I don't know world during World War One or something. Really? Okay, I think it's old. I'm gonna say right. Sleeping Beauty. Who is. are these assholes? When there's a draft going on, they're just making movies. All right, yeah. older people, I guess. I forget how young people that were drafted were. Yeah, I'm fine. If there was a draft, I'm okay. Isn't that crazy? And I feel like I'm in you know I'm in a volleyball league. I'll jump around. I'll hit a ball. It's like I'm almost a little hurt that they just write me off because I'm in my mid to late 20s yeah i kind of feel like i'm still too young i'm like if we went to war they'll send the adults like, those are the people in charge <laughs> right you're too old man and then you go oh they'll just set the people graduating high school so is this a known thing or talked about thing like part of it with younger people like you're probably as capable of fighting as a younger person but oh, yeah. is it easier to kind of lead a group of young 
Are they more impressionable in a way that makes it beneficial for fighting? Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you'd be like raising your hand, be like, well, I have a couple questions about this plan and they don't want that. Yeah. Also, I think you can get out of the war if they're like, we're sending you to war and you go, oh, I'm a doctor and that's important. They go, ah, never mind. Yeah, for sure. But these people graduating high school, they just go, I, yeah, Yeah. I'm a, I'm a laborer. And they go, that's perfect. Go labor these folks. You gotta have a photo of you at a pacifist rally. I don't know how old you have to be. If you just have your baby there and then your baby gets drafted someday, mm. I think they're probably not, they're going to challenge that. Eh, if the baby's holding the sign, I think that counts. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, but in, in this film, there's a, uh, Can it be a rattle with, with, uh, just writing on it. That'll do. When we stopped giving babies rattles, didn't we? I, think I haven't so. seen a rattle. I've still given them rattles. Snow White came out. Really? I see a baby, I hand him a rattle. Well, I do think you were a child only allowed to play with like antique toys. Mm-hmm. We've said it before. Yeah. We'll say it again. I loved blocks as a kid. They're funnier though when they're like plastic and they snap together and you could build No, they're not. Chips. Wooden blocks. No, I'm saying like Legos are superior oh, to yeah. wooden blocks. But you build cool stuff with the Legos like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. But then the house... Building a house out of Legos, poof, that's a fucking ordeal. I hate it. It's different colors and you look like an asshole because you're like, that's eh, blue here and red here. <laughs> okay. So you build the house with the blocks and then you put the Lego men inside the block house mm. and you get that house done in like a couple of minutes. You... And then you focus on the details with the Legos. You build like a couch and shit out of Legos. Okay. Flat screen TV. You're I very to... goal oriented with your playing. Mm-hmm, but I'd leave the roof off. I yeah, had all four walls, but the fifth wall, that's the roof. Uh, can't break it. Mm-hmm. I uh, once at, for Christmas asked for a Polly Pocket, which was just a little <laughs> roofless house, but you could put it in your pocket. Isn't it that, was geared towards girls. It's a definite girl toy. It was a very girl toy. Eventually, they came out with a, a more male version, but I think I was just a pioneer. I was like, you know what? All right. I'm going to see how this works. See, I feel like if my son wanted a poly pocket i don't have a son but you know in yeah. this you're my son in this thank you um i would like it i think it would make me a little sad not because i'm like he shouldn't play with girl toys but i'd be like oh i don't think he knows that this is a girl toy which uh-huh. is kind of cute and innocent yeah and i like but also i think there's a sense of like are you gonna get someone made fun of yeah i didn't take it to school or anything but they got it for me i think that's good so play that's, with girl toys if you like girl toys that's good for them yeah i asked for fake food as a kid Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. that. Yeah, one That's, of the That always smelled weird. What? I don't know if it was just <laughs> the implication that it was food, uh, I and see. then it smelled like plastic, but it always felt, you know, like, you know what smelled weird is that uh, the zoo things that you got, the plastic zoo moles, plastic. Your, di- your dingle, you'd put it in the machine and get a little fake dick. No, but you know what I mean, the animals. Uh, uh, at the zoo, when you put a penny in, and it gives you like a... M- like a bear-shaped penny? No, there was a one where it like pours these little plastic beads into a mold and uh, heats it up. Yes, yes, yes. Zoo things were weird. <laughs> yeah, the zoo. Because we have, we have a free zoo in town, and looking back on it, they tried to make money in the the strangest ways they could. <laughs> Flatten your penny. I got the ice cream parlor they had going over mm-hmm. there, but uh, did you ever put pennies on the train track? No, uh, I'd put coins on the train track a lot. That's fun. Why are you hanging out by the train track? They flattened. Yeah, but what are you doing by the train track in the first place? Living. You just, all right. You're a vagabond I mean, child. In a house, not like in a little, in a tree fort. All right. But everyone's like, oh, you're going to derail a train. It's like, that's not how, that's not how that works. Well, speaking of things that got derailed, uh, <laughs> Adam asked me about uh, Snow White and or the Seven Dwarves. 
And uh, we start with a mean lady, as most stories uh-huh. seem to start with. I don't, this, that's a common theme in these stories we tell. Yeah. Um, actually, just the last one. But anyway, yeah, she, she wants to be, I don't know, the, the hottest gal around. And she's a good-looking lady. Snow White does? No. Some, okay. some other lady. Not a witch. I don't think she's a witch, actually. Okay. There, are, there is a witch later in the story. Okay. This isn't a witch. All right. There's also a mirror. So I think there's three <laughs> bad people in this story. What every good story needs, a protagonist, an antagonist, and a piece of furniture. Oh, no. You what? You know what? What would I'm you taking... call a mirror? Okay. It is a witch. It's a witch, and she's ugly as hell. Okay. And she goes to the mirror, and I think she's like, hey, mirror, uh, am I smart? And the mirror's like, yeah, you're pretty smart. Just cool. Am I, uh, you know, am I fun to hang out with? And the mirror's like, you know, some people like you. And then the witch goes, am I the fairest of them all? Uh, all, all the ladies around. Mm-hmm. And the mirror goes, no. What? No, clearly you're not. And she goes, mirror, mirror on the wall? What, what the fuck are you talking about? And she goes, oh, the fairest of them all is this girl, uh, Snow White. She hasn't seen the sun in days. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, it's like, why would you ha- your mirror have to talk to you if you're looking at it? I mean, yeah, I don't I remember who's ta- kind of know. Oh, so I think here's the thing. This witch lady, she looks in the mirror reflected back at her is her hot version of herself who she wishes she were. Oh, it's a trick mirror. Uh-huh. It's a trick mirror or that's or it's just a <laughs> metaphor for how she sees herself uh-huh. or something. OK. And the mirror goes, well, you want to look like this. Um, we can accomplish that because I'm some sort of magic mirror that will or maybe she's not the witch and she just wanted the witch to take care of Snow White I don't know she is the witch or she went to the witch <laughs> okay and she goes if you want to be the fairest girl around you got to take care of Snow White take care of her what does that mean like wash her back and <laughs> oh no. you got you got to put this lady to sleep also I'm sure there's a, so there's probably a man involved right mm-hmm. i think there's a there's a prince you don't think anyone wants to be fair just for themselves I suppose if you see yourself as a hot lady in this mirror anyway, she wants a man. Yeah. Because it's like, if you think you're hot, then good for you. You're doing it. There's a prince. I I don't think it's literally Prince Charming. So that is a character. You mean named? Yeah. <laughs> that's a character named in... I think that's a character in a thing. Mm. Prince Chalmer, the heir to the Chalmers jewelry <laughs> chain. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> the best a man can get. Uh-huh. That doesn't seem right. Mm. Um... Yeah, so this, I don't know, this this mean lady, she wants to be the bee's knees, but mm-hmm. Snow, it turns out she gets the answer, Snow White's standing in your way. Okay. Um, And then she essentially, you know, she kind of makes like one of these deal with the devil kind of things, where it's like, we will, if you poison Snow White, then you'll become more attractive also. Is it just because the more attractive person is dead? Not, yeah, I don't really know the lot. I think maybe she was stealing her fairness or something like that. Oh. She's like, you put her to sleep, then you, you go in there, you, you do an Ed Gein thing, and you get to wear around her fairness. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that's why he was so pretty. <laughs> Handsome man. Uh, was he the one that, like, charmed people into the coming back? I think that was Bundy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I think Gein... Wa- Al. No. He was the shoe salesman. <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah, so this this <laughs> witch lady, uh-huh. what she does, she goes, okay, you got to give an apple to Snow White. So I'm going to say, lady wants to look hot. She dresses up like a witch, goes to Snow White and goes, Snow White, I've got a great apple for you. Okay, so 
so dresses up like a witch, gives an apple. This sounds like a Halloween thing with a razor blades in there. Is that where that started? Uh, that's a good, or it's well, a magic apple. I think it all started back with old Adam and Eve there. Oh, interesting. This is like the fucking Seven Deadly Sins movie where he's like killing children with uh, with an apple, an is Adam that, and an Eve thing. Yeah. Did they do that in Seven? No, but I'm just saying that sounds like a similar... If you're giving kids razor blades and apples because of the story of Adam and Eve, you're trying to make some sort of weird point. That's true. Yeah, but this... So this lady becomes a witch temporarily and gives an apple to Snow White. And she goes like, hey, I got a nice, uh, you know, this is a Braeburn apple. It's a good one. You're going to enjoy it. And Snow White goes, okay, cool. Even though you're clearly like an evil looking person who's handing me an apple. Yeah, I was going to say, you think you'd dress less evil if you want someone to take an apple. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think, uh, I think Snow White was probably like, that's okay. I just ate an apple. And then. Look at me. I'm pretty. I yeah, take the, care of myself. Also, I. Snow White, of the Disney princesses, she's a pretty plain-looking princess. Hey, I don't know if that... This was the 70s, so... Fair enough. The story probably took place in... Yeah, back when plain was in vogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, never been sure what that meant. But. So she goes to Snow White, gives her an apple. Snow White goes, all right, I'll eat the apple if it'll make you happy, crazy lady. Eats the apple and falls into a permanent slumber. Oh, God. Because... She's been poisoned by the apple. Okay, so this is different than Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like it's a weird uh, fascination of Walt Disney with girls sleeping. Yeah. It's like that of... whole weird genre of porn where you have sex with a sleeping person. So That's Walt... some crazy stuff I uh, stayed away from, but it's mm-hmm. out there. You can, you're made aware of it when you're out there surfing, <laughs> surfing the, uh, the old... Muff waves of Mauwahu. <laughs> That's probably a place. <laughs> Mauwahu? Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> returning from the Muff waves, we have... Uh, I was, and also, I want to give Walt Disney some credit. Not that he particularly needs it. He was like a bad, bad guy. But mm-hmm. I don't think he came up with this story. Yeah, what, okay. What fair. Disney did was with Sleeping Beauty, with Snow White... They read these stories and they just made them movies yeah. first. Pretty great. It's That feels like the people that mine natural resources. It's just like, oh, we're just going to bring this to people mm-hmm. and sell it, even though it's part of the earth. That whole thing makes me real mad. Mm. Granted, I don't have the means of production to get my own oil, but sure. it's like, I can't believe people are getting rich off of oil from the ground. I hear you. But I'll work on those arguments, on those points. But I guess I'm curious. I think anybody can probably make a Snow White movie. Oh, interesting. I, I Common, bet it's public uh, domain. Okay. Because I don't think I, I don't feel like Disney would have been able to buy the rights because it's such an old to uh, fable, like Aesop's Fables or something. Right. Yeah. Was this an Aesop? It's probably an Aesop. Okay. Maybe not an Aesop. Maybe a Brothers Grimm. Ooh. Those guys got pretty dark and boring. I believe it. Um, who made that? Uh, there was like a Snow White and the Huntsman movie. I don't know what that was all about. What was that about? It was just like badass Snow White if all the dwarves were taller and fighting. Okay, and then they fought what? Vampires? Yeah, I don't think it really had much to do with Snow White. Okay. And I uh, don't have a lot of information on the Huntsman. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I, I brought it up. My <laughs> <laughs> apologies. Uh, yeah, so Snow White, she falls into a deep slumber and they ship her off to the woods or something. They're just like, we're going to put her in a glass case in the woods. Oh, interesting. 
And then they put her far enough away that they go, nobody lives over here. We never see anybody over here. So over here. You know who does live over there? Some dwarves. Oh, this is where the dwarves come in. Dwarves come in. And uh, you know what the dwarves love? I thought she had a weird roommate situation going on, which we brushed over. So it's good to know that they were like, oh, this girl needs help. The dwarves? Yeah. What do they love? They love going to work at their coal mining jobs, as any good dwarf does. So they're all completely different personalities, but the one thing they have in common is they all are, they love working in the coal industry. Right. You've got a guy should have been like a writer. You've got a guy named Happy and a guy named Grumpy. And what they both enjoy doing is going to the fucking coal mines. (laughs) That gets them going. I think Sneezy, he should have done a little investigation into, hey, maybe it's all this coal mining that's making me so goddamn Sneezy. Uh There was no coffee? Uh, I suppose that would re- read well. People would be like, wait, what was the last dwarf's name? What does that have to do with... Oh, coffee. I yeah, just, like coughing. I was like... Cough, See, that's exactly why I just worked out that that wouldn't work. <laughs> I bet there was someone in the writer's room who kept pitching coffee. Wait, was there a Wheezy? There was no Wheezy. Oh. You think they're... Double wheezy up F baby. Sneezy, wheezy? We got... All right, we'll go through them. We got Grumpy. <laughs> we got Doc. We got Happy. We got Lust. That's... No. Um, <laughs> sneezy? Horny? I don't think sneezy? that's... Sneezy? Sne- I said Sneezy, right? Oh, no. Oh. Sneezy, Doc, Happy, Grumpy. There's three more. There's probably oh, Itchy. That's there's... not one. Um, I'm going to say there's... Um, lumpy. You said Sleepy. There's not an Awakey? Or is that also Coffee? <laughs> awakey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the opposite of Sleepy. The opposite <laughs> of Sleepy is Alert. <laughs> okay, but it's it's funner when it ends with a Y. Nicknames are best ending in a while mm-hmm. so we have those four and we have um we have vixen cupid and donna okay. those are those are our dwarves <laughs> all right and comment uh, and she meets them and they're like hey you you're sleeping what's your deal and sleep is like i get it uh and they <laughs> they give her a little shake she wakes up so I oh guess... she wasn't even out that much maybe she didn't i think she i think they woke her up okay i think a lot of birds flew around her at one point oh that'll she's like look at these birds and okay then, and then the dwarves show up and she's like, well, this is cool. At least I got a social life now. And they go, nope. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to work we go. And then they take off to the mines. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm not going to come to the mines. That's a... and then they right, come... fair. And then there's about a half hour sequence in the movie where they're just kind of mining. It's all about the uh, uh, you know, benefits long? of coal. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this, that is, probably got... this goes back to... The... So Disney mining the natural resources of stories also plugging for the old... Uh... The old coal industry there, huh? Yeah. No, that wasn't in there. I don't know. And they, they got back from the mine. Um, I don't know why they established that these guys were miners, but I guess they have to have some job. Yeah. Though they don't interact with any other people in the film. I don't know what they're doing with this coal. They own the coal company? Yeah, I don't know what their plan was. I think they just got coal, brought it back, and then, I don't Did... know, cooked some meat and hung out for the rest of the day. Okay. That wasn't... Doesn't sound like the best division of labor. <laughs> no. Meat just shows up. The only thing they actually have to procure for themselves is uh, um, coal and white women. It's <laughs> the only thing they have to go get on their own. Also, one of these dwarves has like a beard as if he's like 105 years old. And then the other dwarf looks like he's six. It's a very strange group, okay. of, group of individuals they got. dwarves on. procreate? Curious? Was that one of the dwarves? Oh, George, that was George. He's a monkey. Uh, you're right. Also short. George? Yeah. That would be... That would be an upsetting story if the monkey was tall, same height as the yellow hat man. (laughs) He was a tall guy. That George got up to some nonsense. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, a little foreshadowing into next week. <laughs> Not a bad up. Read Curious George. <laughs> you ever read the one with the, he makes all the paper, ha- he gets like a paper rope? Anyway, uh, that's a good one. So, yeah, she's hanging out with these dwarves, and uh, I think she, she doesn't know how to get home. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing, I don't know. I guess she just wants to go home. Okay. Um, she had a good life. She was fair. Yeah. She got to, was doing something. I feel like she was probably poor. Oh. She she might have cleaned, like, her the own witch house? lady's place. Oh, that, okay. Maybe that was her job. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit like Cinderella. Okay, so she was the hot maid of the witch lady. The witch's husband yeah. was, uh... All right. I don't think anyone was married. Okay. So well, that's the goal of old-timey Disney movies is... It's a happy story if some if, girl gets to get married. If you marry a prince, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm a little confused. The whole Disney princess thing. People always talk about Disney princesses. Were they all literally princesses? Because Snow White, she's not a princess, right? Uh, it's got to be a king's know. daughter. I don't think she's a king's daughter. Oh, but she probably marries a prince. No, the doctor was the king's daughter. Doctors can be women. <laughs> that old riddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think anyone's ever woken up from a coma to a woman, do- a woman doctor, and just been like, "Aha! The woman was a doctor." They've just been mulling over it for the oh, past twenty years. I see. I thought you were gonna say you go to sleep before they let women be doctors. You get out of that coma thirty years later, and you're like, "Wait a minute! Yeah, when did, when did this start flying?" Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, the first uh, I learned recently, the first female doctor was like fucking eighteen hundreds. It was pretty crazy. Oh, good for her. She didn't have an easy road, but. Yeah, she's still doing it? Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't read Couldn't that keep far. keep up. Mm-hmm. Typical. Uh, so, we got... All right. So, they come back from work, and they're just like, hey, hang out at home. Did she live at their place in the woods? I think they probably have one of those little mud huts. Okay. With vaulted ceilings? Or does she, <laughs> was she scrunched in there? I think she probably had a scrunch. Okay. It's probably Yoda style. Remember when Luke uh-huh. shows up at Yoda's little yeah. mud hut? Hitting his He's head. going, oh, oh, what do you make? Yeah. Stew in here? Yep. Uh, I think they probably make stew. Probably eat a lot of onions. They look like onion kind of people. Oof. Um, maybe a turnip or so. Uh-huh. A lot of dirt food. Yeah. I mean, they are mining. I'm supposed that every now and then they come by a, a radish that just got a little too deep. Like, how do you get way down here? Mm. Yeah, they're always low to the ground. They can find something good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're hanging out with Snow White. And I guess she's got she's to gotta get back. I'm trying to figure out what her quest was. I guess she had to go back and... Uh, Dorothy's was just to get back home. Yeah, maybe Snow White's was just to get back home. All right. But also, mm, here's what I'm going to say. Part of the deal with the devil that this lady made was that she put the prince under a spell. And the prince thought he was in love with the evil lady. Oh, unless Snow White came walking past in her her very conservative attire. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't flaunt it, that Snow White. Very puritanical. Uh, so these, these dwarves are, she's just like, ah, I'm never going to make a home. And the dwarves say, uh, yeah, we're like, I don't know, eight miles away. We could, we could do that in a fortnight. So they, uh, devise a little plan. And I guess they just march on back to the castle. And I think she goes in the castle and, uh, I don't know which, which lady's looking pretty good. She's got her man. Mm -hmm. Her man's in a little bit of a trance. Hey, that's all these witch ladies drunk, like right? their men. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Snow White, like, smashes the mirror or something. Okay. On a, on purpose? She yeah. She knew that, like, 
the breaking the mirror would end the spell? I think so. That's it. It was a spell. It was a spell on the guy. I think was, she might have okay. been under a spell. Okay, and she just took her... All right. It's one of those spell mirrors. Mm-hmm. Like on a vanity. I think I think those got some magic going on, too. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Snow White, she smashes this mirror, and then I'm going to say the lady turns back into an ugly warded witch. Uh-huh. And the prince guy, you know, it doesn't matter how big of a trance you're in, he would have picked up on that even with the trance. And then he's like, yeah. holy moly, what am I doing here? Ooh, I've this... been making out with a fucking frog woman. Mm-hmm. And, Why are uh, witches green a lot? Well, neither here nor there, I guess. There's always a frog connection going on with the witches. Mm-hmm. There's the kiss and the frogs. Yeah. The, the prince humans. is a frog. At a certain point in time, people really must have wanted to sleep with frogs. I yeah. think we've moved on to sheep now. Yeah, those are a big, big thing. There's like a whole story where the moral of it was like, hey, maybe kiss, kiss a frog and maybe your life will be better. Yeah, you want to hear something interesting. Let's... So, where was... I was in New Zealand mm-hmm. and I think they have a lot of sheep. I think that's one of those That things. sounds right. And I think people tease them like, ah, you fuck sheep. But they... <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I'll keep that in my back pocket if I'm ever in the country. I, uh... But you go over there and the gift shops, um, like stores will have like, haha, we fucked sh- sheep t-shirts and stuff. They're like leaning into it. It's very strange. <laughs> My parents went to New Zealand and all I got was to fuck a sheep, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is strange. I guess those gift shop people, they're real sellouts. They are real sellouts. Anybody running a gift shop, it's, they're always characterizing their own culture kind of. Right. You go down there and they're like, we'll, just, we'll sell you what you think our country is right. if it will make us money. Right. A bunch of fake... I mean, that's where you got those fake hamburger buns and patties. Those plastic ones you liked as a kid. That was a fucking Route 66 gift shop. Oh, man. I mean, I'm trying to think, what would you sell America? Like, a fucking Bald Eagle t-shirt? Yeah. And uh, But people here are also stuff. just buying those. Yeah, people yeah. are into that. We're the only country that seems like goes to our own gift shop. And we're like, ah, oh, this <laughs> is cool. <laughs> That's pretty good. These other, yeah, these other countries are like, well, that's not really what right, we we're do just all trying day. To make money off you. We've got enough people who are like, yeah, I like, I like this. <laughs> Can opener shaped like Florida, and it's a penis. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Frog lady. She goes back to being frog lady. Okay, and she doesn't have any sort of like. She just has to shrivel and walk away, defeated. She probably shriveled. She didn't try to like a shank her or anything. Uh they might have been of mirror and. Slash her, whatever, give her a little old one boom masect. I could see a tussle happening. Okay. So I feel like at one point this. Uh, the dwarves didn't shout cat fight and all pull up chairs and popcorn bowls. And <laughs> I think this uh, this prince, I think he might have had a sword uh, and a and a horse. Oh my God, did he cut the witch up? I hope not. That's, mm. a, that's a gruesome story. Sounds like it would have added some protein to these dwarves' little diet. They sounded pretty malnourished by the. By the onion soup and turnip thing. <laughs> yeah. They were going to use the little witch in there. <laughs> we're eating too well. Witch legs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They probably just married. The, I don't remember them having any sort of established relationship. It's, yeah. It's just like, oh, we're two beautiful people. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish she'd gotten together with like Sneezy or somebody. I feel like that's a more more interesting story to me as she forms a bond with the man in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Uh-huh. Maybe a little polyamory thing going on there. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I regret saying that. <laughs> More for the visual than anything. I'm like, I think that you should love whoever you want, including seven dwarves. <laughs> well, I've loved this episode, <laughs> and and all seven of the dwarves, and everything about our listeners. 
And uh, <laughs> okay, let me do this one here. Thank you all for tuning in to the Adam S. Chuck podcast uh, for all your daily news and updates on things that you've long forgotten about. Find us on Twitter. We're usually tweeting, retweeting some news site and calling them stupid or, uh, you know, just trying to find rival podcasts. So follow us on there, whatever, do the other stuff, review us because some asshole really gave us a little little nick in the itunes ratings don't appreciate it no we're we're riding high on those five stars we asked for scathing five star reviews rough comments but five stars so somebody came in they must have listened to the gandhi episode and they dinged us hard oh geez okay well thanks for listening uh come back say bye